The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 18th of October. In your squeeze today, a Brexit deal, ceasefire in northeastern Syria, Canvas big valuation, and how fast do you walk? This is your squeeze today. Big morning, Claire, getting across the fact that the UK and European Union have agreed on a Brexit deal, making a 31st of October departure possible. Before we get to why it's a deal but not a done deal, what is it about what Boris Johnson has put to the EU that has convinced them it's something they'd agree to? Yeah, that's really the key question because most of the deal is the same that Theresa May negotiated and that looks at things uh, like a divorce bill of £33 billion uh, of of making sure that the rights of EU citizens living in the UK are protected and vice versa, and also that the UK would abide by EU rules until the end of 2020. That all stays the same. What's changed is that Irish border arrangement. And we know that Irish border arrangement has been a key sticking point. Could you very quickly and very broadly take us through what the EU and Boris Johnson have agreed on that? Okay, so very quickly, uh, what happens is Northern Ireland would leave the EU Customs Union, which is basically the arrangement where uh, they look at things like handling imports and exports and the transit of goods across borders, uh, but it would remain in the European single market and that facilitates free movement of goods across those borders. There is a link that explains this in detail in the email if you're very, very interested. But probably the important thing to note is whilst he has agreement from the EU on this, Northern Ireland's not on board with this plan. So the Conservatives' governing partner, the Democratic Unionist Party, have not signed up to that deal. Which means getting it through the UK Parliament could be very tricky. And remember, when it comes to the numbers, 320 votes is the magic number to get it through. Johnson just has 287 Conservative MPs, so he requires others to support him. And that's not looking really that good at the moment. They're sitting on a Saturday to try and get this done. Yeah, very unusual for them. Big news on Brexit on Monday. Stay tuned. (laughs) And don't forget we have a shortcut on Brexit, which will at the very least mean you understand how we got to this point and the major players. That also gives you the top line on the Northern Irish backstop. As I said, it's a tricky one. And it's a busy morning as we put the podcast together. News that US Vice President Mike Pence has successfully negotiated a ceasefire deal with Turkish President Erdogan. As we mentioned yesterday, Pence has been in Turkey for emergency meetings with the president. Pence has just now announced that all Turkish military operations would pause for five days to allow those Kurdish fighters along the Syrian border to pull back. Once they've withdrawn, the Turkish military operation will end. Pence also added that US forces have already begun to help Kurdish fighters do so. This next one is quite a disturbing story. Authorities from 12 countries have arrested 338 people who are accused of using a South Korean-based child pornography site that gave them access to hundreds of thousands of videos in exchange Bitcoin. Some of those arrests were made in Australia. There's no details of how many uh, were arrested here or where they were. But interesting that the site was shut down in March last year. And it was a big international operation yesterday to make those arrests. Streaming services are all the rage at the moment. Despite lots of competition, it seems that Netflix, Claire, is still kicking some pretty big goals. It hasn't had a great result of late. 
and some investors are concerned, particularly with that Disney X platform coming on board mm. soon about exactly how that's going to impact Netflix. But in the last quarter, it added 6.7 million new subscribers. A lot of those are from outside the United States, which is uh, something that they're really happy about. Uh, interesting to see it also had a really good profit result. It made 665 million bucks in profit off 5.2 billion US dollars in revenue. It's a very big business. That's just for that quarter. Those are big numbers. Another big number is uh, Aussie design startup Canva. Its valuation now $5.2 billion. It did a just a little capital raising of a few million dollars, which of course means that it needs to put a market valuation on itself. And it's an incredible business led by a really great Australian team. Yeah, we use Canva a lot at the Squeeze. It's a great product. Uh, Another one that's only just happened as we put the podcast together, details are still coming through, but Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg has delivered a speech on giving people voice in the internet age. His basic thesis is that Facebook would like to uphold the most open expression of free speech as possible whilst keeping dangerous content off the site as best they can. There could be a bit around about that today. Australia's unemployment rate fell a teeny tiny bit in September, Claire. Yeah, just 0.1%. It's gone down to 5.2%. The result actually clocked a record, which is 36 consecutive months of jobs growth, which is a fair achievement. Uh, What the experts are now saying is that the Reserve Bank might take its foot off the pedal of dropping interest rates just for a bit. The thesis there being if there's low unemployment, there'll be strong wages growth and then there'll be a lot more economic activity because we'll all be out spending with fatter wallets. All right, let's see. Australia take on England in the quarterfinals of the Rugby World Cup. That's on Saturday night. I haven't watched a game of rugby for a really long time. It's all uh, just not been on my radar, but I will definitely be watching that game tomorrow. You really want to see the Wallabies beat the Poms. Do you think that they'll be distracted by Brexit or do you think that that's probably? (laughs) I think the whole world (laughs) has just tuned out. That is true. Actually, Sky News yesterday launched a Brexit Brexit free zone channel tv channel how good is that the rugby will be a welcome distraction i think your search to friday lights claire and the bbc reported this week that scientists have found those who walk more quickly in their 40s are likely to live longer and i'm a medium paced walker so i don't know whether that's you know going to mean that i have a medium length life but um (laughs) i've picked that up as well with the Subject line today. Remember Young MC, the guy who did Buster Move? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm with yep. you. So he's got a song called Pick Up the Pace. So I think that's a, a good one for today. We all should be walking a bit faster, and apparently that means we'll live a bit longer and age a bit better. How do you know that you only have a medium walking pace, or you have a how do you know what your pace is? Uh- I just benchmark myself okay. against people. I, I know some fast walkers and I'm not quite that fast and I know some slow walkers and I'm not slow as them. So, yeah, medium, gotcha. middle of the road, that's me. <laughs> Self-diagnosed medium walker, gotcha. Uh, it's Friday, which means we're headed into the weekend. Why not use the extra time to have a listen to some of our Squeeze shortcuts? Last week we released one on impeachment. We've talked about the one on Brexit. And this week it's America, Turkey and the Syrian Kurds. There's more in there also. Squeeze Shortcuts is designed to give you the background you need to better understand the big news stories. To find it, search for Squeeze Shortcuts in your podcast app. Enjoy your weekend. Happy listening and we'll chat to you on Monday.
The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.